Hi there, my name is Ben Hawes, and this is Life in Bold, the show where I get to connect you to inspiring people who are doing the work to live the lives they've imagined. I'm going to get to the bottom of what makes each person special and how they live their life in bold. So today I have honestly a really cool and fascinating guest. Carolyn Lie Moore is the founder of Wildlight, a career coaching business that she started to help Asian American women, women of color. And as I learned today, she also works with men. Very inclusive. She talks a lot about how the closer you can get to authenticity, the closer you can get to clarity. The closer you can get to clarity, the closer you can get to confidence. Carolyn is so fascinating to me because when I met her, we were working together at ClassPass and she was a very well-respected leader at the company. Over the last two to three years, it has been so cool to watch her take control of her life, make some really bold decisions, and start the career coaching company that it feels like she was destined to create. I am so excited for this episode in particular, so please put your hands together for the one and the only Carolyn Lie Moore. Let's do this. All right. Hey, Carolyn, how are you? Hey, Ben, I'm doing good. How are you? I'm so, I'm honestly really good. I, um, I I think the audience maybe knows because they might follow me on Instagram. I just got over COVID and I'm living my life. I actually got um, four days of just total rest, <laughs> which I feel very energized by. And so I actually have two podcast recordings tonight uh, for future episodes and you're one of them. And Yay. I am so excited to interview you because we've have we have quite a long history um i think i've known you for i want to say like seven years maybe at this point i think we met in 2015 and we met when we were both working at the company class pass um in new york city and you know i have been so impressed by the moves that you've made the bold decisions that you've made in your life uh, since then. And I really wanted to bring you on to just talk about all of those. So are you excited? I'm so excited. You know, I love talking to you. (laughs) Well, I remember we were just talking about our, um, you've always been a role model to me in terms of like career and you're a a decade ahead of me in age. And I remember (laughs) that when I turned 25 and you turned 35, we had this kind of bond over the fact that we had this age difference. And I remember it being so funny, um, but really life in bold, like life has unfolded in the last 10 years for you in the last seven years for you. And a lot has happened. You've um, moved across the country. You are a stay at home parent and a, just a parent at all. And you've started your own coaching business, which I really want to talk a lot about today. And you've made a lot of moves in your own confidence around posting on social media, which is something that I'm really excited about. So I'd love to just dive in and jump into some of these bold decisions that you made. How does it sound? Yeah, that sounds great. And thank you so much for having me. Oh, yeah. I would not have this podcast without having you on here. (laughs) There's our laughter. I told Carolyn before, I want to make sure that on this podcast, there's a little bit of laughter. So we got the laughter in and we're ready to go. So, okay, this is something that I've been thinking about in my life and thinking through living my life in bold. I have been going to therapy for like a year now. And one of the topics is this idea of parenthood. And do I want Mm -hmm. to have kids? Do I want to start a family? Do I want to meet 
a husband, you know, like I, at this age in my life and at this time in my life, I feel like I'm trying to start to answer those questions. And so you are someone that I look to as someone who has kind of done it all when it comes to parenthood and getting married and all of that stuff. So I'd love to know just from like your perspective, like is being a parent all that you expected it would be? Um, such a good question. And I think it definitely has exceeded what I expected it to be. So kind of going backwards a little bit, I've always been super career driven, Mm -hmm. right? I've always been, you know, I kind of fell into these like high growth, fast paced startups and just really like excelled in, you know, a number of companies and I've always valued independence and I've always knew that I, I wanted to be a parent, but always kind of like in relation to my career. And so it was, you know, it was, it was an interesting uh, decision, but one that I knew I wanted to make, especially having my first kid at 35 mm-hmm. and my second at 37, you know, we have a, a bit of a, a, a ticking timeline. And so it was definitely something I wanted to do, but always in relation to my career, you know, at which point of my career did it make sense to start family planning at which point in my you know, personal goals and, and things I wanted to accomplish, was it okay for me to then become a, a parent? And, you know, you know that I at some point became a stay-at-home mom, which, you know, we can talk a little bit more about, but that really like shifted my perspective and it was really difficult at first. Um, as someone who valued independence, someone who valued like climbing the ladder um, at work and just kind of being okay with pausing on my career and giving my time to my kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did that for two, almost three years now. And yeah, it was, it was a really big like identity shift, but honestly, one that um, has opened up so many insights for me in parenting and understanding my kids better and my relationship with them, but also just giving me this opportunity to step aside and like think more clearly without my job and my career kind of at the forefront, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. I always, I always knew you as just like a very strong leader, very, like very popular leader, honestly. Like I remember everybody really liked you and liked working with you. Um, and it, you know, it was really fun to like spend that much time working with you when we were at class pass and, you know, you have made the decision to, to, to be a stay at home parent, but you're also working on your business. You're also, it sounds like you have a lot of passions going on and like a lot of things that you're doing, um, in addition. So, you know, one of the things that I'm always curious about with parenting and, and not just curious, but impressed is the, like the time management and the balance and, the mm-hmm. understanding of like, okay, I need to be here. I need to be there. W- has anything surprised you about that? Like, have you learned more about time management or some of those skills that might be classically like quote professional, but really as a parent, you're learning them even stronger? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I've always been pretty structured with my day and you know, if you look at my calendar, it's like pretty insane looking. Um, and interestingly enough, I think over the past couple of years, I've, I've had to kind of unlearn some of that to really like be fully engaged with my kids. Yeah. Um, you know, because whenever I had something on my mind and, or I didn't have enough sleep or I'm, I'm really thinking about like, you know, something else, um, you know, I noticed that my relationship and my engagement with them is, is different. It's, you know, they're, they're at the time when I first became a stay at home mom, they were four months old and two and a half. Now they're like two and a half and almost five. And so 
they're still little kids and they notice any little distraction. And so it really is like, how can I play into the structured part of my life and be able to do things like go to the park in the, mo in the morning, come back for lunch and do an activity in, in the afternoon and do an art project, but also not be so like tied to that mm -hmm. and not like beat myself up if I don't stick to schedule. And so there, there's been a lot of like, I would say like learning and unlearning from both sides and really trying to like have this kind of nice balanced, you know, work life or a work parent lifestyle, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and you also moved across the country in the pandemic, which I think is impressive. Just the act of moving in general. But I didn't you drive? Did you drive across the country? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How was pretty, that? Pretty nutty, pretty insane that we decided to do that. Well, first of all, I have to I have to say it like it, it was really hard to leave New York City. It was I mean, I lived there for uh, almost a decade. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I have like huge Oakland and West Coast love. But New York City is literally one of the best cities anyone can live in. And the energy, the hustle, the innovation, it's, its you know, it was really hard to give up. And my husband and I, Nate and I both really were like loving and thriving there. And then mm -hmm. the pandemic happened, which at that point I was kind of forced to become a stay-at-home mom. I didn't choose to, but it chose me because the schools shut down mm -hmm. and no one had, you know, no one could care for our kids. And because I had just left class pass, um, I had to step in as the full-time stay-at-home parent. So yeah, I mean, I think on one income, living in Williamsburg, like in a box, but like a nice box, mm -hmm. we were, you know, on the 11th floor in Williamsburg and had a view, but it was still like a 950 apartment box that we were like kind of, you know, trapped in. And so on one income, we were like, does this make sense? Like, are we making the right decision to be here and if I'm not going to be back at work and I'm going to be staying home with the kids for a while, like, does it make sense to be here? And, and I think a lot of the, the answers were, no, I think we should explore somewhere else, even though this is such a dope city. Mm -hmm. we, there's other cool cities out there. Um, so yeah, we landed on Portland after like, just kind of scanning the United States of like, could we live here? No, could <laughs> we live here? Maybe. And Portland just felt kind of like nice. It's, you know, it's got a really good food scene. It's like an, you know, an hour and a half flight to my parents, Nate's parents moved to the Oregon coast. And so it's an hour and a half from them. And so it just kind of made sense. We had a have a couple of really close friends with kids here. So yeah, we packed up, we shipped our stuff and we drove across the country. We took a two week trip with <laughs> Cameron, the younger one turned one in Chicago. We bought her like a 99 cents cupcake oh to celebrate in Chicago. <laughs> and Ryan was uh, three at the time. So yeah, it was a, it was a cra crazy bold move, but so worth it. Mm -hmm. I've always wanted to drive across the country. Um, but, you know, we saw a lot. It was in the middle of the 2020 election. So it was interesting to see um, in the middle of a pandemic, which I think some states didn't really believe in. Um, so, yeah, it was it was it was exciting and fun. And I learned a lot and I saw a lot of different perspectives just dri driving across our country um, and making our way to Portland and taking a swing at a house and buying our first house. <laughs> yeah, which is so yeah, we, we've done a lot over the last couple of years, which is also buying a new house is a is a very bold move and something that is mm -hmm. so exciting to do for the first time. How long after you moved to Portland? Did you have the first inkling or did the first ideas to start Wildlight? The Wildlight. So I, yeah, well, it's, it's actually Wildlight, but every Wildlight oh, act yeah. 
at every wildlife handle has been taken. Isn't that frustrating? Um, so it's so frustrating. So, <clears throat> so yeah, I mean, I've become the underscore wildlife, <laughs> which is <laughs> go follow, you know, I'm embracing it. Um, I think, let's see, I would say probably six months in was when I really solidified like everything that was like brewing in my head. And it had been going on for a long time. Like the start of the pandemic was right when I ended my career at ClassPass, decided to take a break and like look for something new. And I had a, a bunch of interviews lined up. I would have landed in something similar. I was like still mm. really fascinated with like tech and health and wellness and kind of women's health, that sort of a thing. But um, because of the pandemic and because of being a stay-at-home mom, like I just had a lot of time to talk to myself. My kids were super young back then. And so there were a lot of like, you know, jibber jabber, but like a lot of time for me to just like have conversations with myself. And so I think I did the most like deep reflective thinking I've ever done during that time because Nate was working, nobody was around, my kids were young, I was home with them 24 seven. And so I had a lot of time to think and, you know, over, over time and getting out of New York and coming to Portland and like, just, you know, being in this sort of like fresh space, um, I was really able to like think through and piece together my career and what I've done in the past, what I've struggled with, what I was good at, what I wish I was better at. And, you know, what I want to do for my kids, what kind of role model I want to be for my two little girls. And so like a lot of things pieced together for it to then come to like the closest version of what Wildlight is today. Um, but yeah, I would say like six months after landing in Portland mm. was when I decided, okay, I need, I need to like run with this business. Um, how do I ask for help? And so I hired a career coach, not a career coach, I'm sorry, um, <laughs> a business coach mm -hmm. <laughs> who ended up, you know, in the, in the beginning, it wasn't even about, a, about being a career coach. I had a kind of a different idea, but it was over time that like, more clarity came to me and I became more and more like authentic and it formulated into this version of my business, um, which is what I'm doing right now. And what is Wildlight today? And where did you get the name? Ooh, I haven't talked about this in a long time. So <laughs> um, where it really comes from is, you know, my, my work is all around authenticity. I think, I think like the baseline of it is being authentic. Mm. And for me, being authentic is really understanding your values and your ideals, kind of your, you know, your standard of, of perfection and your actions. And so that could be like what you invest time in, what you do for work. And so when those three things kind of like have this like nice, you know, nicely aligned, I think that's when you're closest to being your authentic self. Um, and so there's this kind of like enlightening, enlightened moment, right? Like, and so I like, that's, I think where the light comes from. And then the wildness is like, you know, like digging deep within, like, who are you, you know, far deep behind, like underneath the trenches of what society has put on you. And so there's this like idea of like this wild light coming from within. And I want to bring that out in people. I want to bring that out in women. I want to bring that out in, you know, people of color who've struggled with a lot of different biases. And so that's, I think where it comes from. Mm -hmm. And what, what is your audience and what do you, what do you help them with? And what is your core messages to them? So I think going back to this idea of authenticity, I think um, we have 
you know, I mean, it's, it's natural that we get ourselves into some sort of a line of work or some sort of a, mm. you know, kind of a groove and we keep going, right. Which is fine. That's how we excel. That's how we learn. But because we're humans and we, and things change, whether it's like our ideals or our values or just environmentally mm. um, things around us or becoming a parent or dealing with the pandemic, whatever it is, um, we don't really give ourselves the time to reflect and to think, hey, are we still in line? Like, are my values and my ideals and my actions still more or less, like, is it authentic, you know? And so I think what I, re- what I try to do with my clients is we start with that work. We start mm-hmm. with the reflection. We start with, let's just ask yourself some of these questions that you haven't probably given yourself space or time to ask. And so it's really about finding what you care about and what your values are and just kind of going back to that authenticity. Mm-hmm. And I think my, my way of thinking about it is if you can get as close as possible to authenticity, you get closer to clarity. You get more understanding of what your purpose is on earth for that moment in time. Mm-hmm. And when you have that, then you have more confidence. And so my work is really about authenticity leading to clarity, which leads to confidence. And when you have that confidence, you can do whatever the hell you want. <laughs> yeah. And so that's kind of like where I come from. And um, my audience is, you know, they vary. They're mostly women. I work with a lot of Asian Americans. I work with a lot of, um, you know, BIPOC. I also work with men, mm. you know, I'm kind of like all-inclusive. Um, yeah. <laughs> my story really is very much, I come from a working class immigrant background. I'm a female Um, I've had a lot of different career choices that has helped me, you know, see the world and make a lot of bold decisions, but also, um, there have been moments in my career where I wasn't very authentic. I was kind of living someone else's dream or speaking someone else's language. And so it's really about not throwing that away, but, but like recreating that and kind of evolving over time. And so that's kind of my message and what I'm doing for myself and, and hopefully doing for others. Yeah, as you were talking, I mean, I was definitely listening, but I was just repeating back to myself, um, the closer you can get to authenticity, the closer you can get to clarity. And that's something that I have been working on so much lately with my own, you know, content. And, you know, I have gone through this transition, like you're speaking about transitions. I've gone through this transition from being really focused on side hustles and business mm-hmm. coaching and all of that stuff. And I've, I've realized that for me, the more authentic piece is kind of somewhere between that entrepreneurial spirit and that kind of comedy aspect of it. And I've always had this kind of balance between being, you know, really businessy or really funny. And I've always kind of thought the more I can get to that perfect ratio of like, I'm, I'm, I'm really entrepreneurial and I'm very funny or I'm a little bit funny and very entrepreneurial, like that con that, that combination of those two things. Um, I've always worked toward finding the balance. And it sounds like that, yeah. that quote, like I would almost like, like put that on my wall, the closer you can get to authenticity, the closer you can get to clarity because clarity is something that I'm really seeking in my life right now. Yeah. I remember when I first met you and I think you were where, I mean, I, I don't know, I get mixed up with like the exact <laughs> moment, but like, it was probably in the kitchen. You were probably wearing a chicken nugget sweatshirt <laughs> and like, just, you know, super bubbly coming up to me. And yeah, I always saw that in you too. Mm-hmm. Like if you think about like a Venn diagram of comedy and like jokes and, you know, that sort of thing, but also like 
putting all of that into practice mm-hmm. and being, you know, business-minded and entrepreneurial and like authentic. I think you definitely have a lot of that. And it's cool to see that you're, you know, finding more of that. Yeah. I, I feel like I am finding more of it. And I feel like um, it's a really interesting thing because the, the further I get along in my career, the further I get along in my life, the closer I get to it. And I'm on this like long road. It's a really long road to figure out like, where, where does my definition of authenticity kind of like to your point, what is how I've always been authentic, but like when it comes to things like posting on social media, making funny videos, making a podcast, it's almost like I'm always kind of circling the drain a little bit. Um, And so it's really cool to see things that you're posting about your business and about the results of your business, because it seems like a lot of people are getting a lot out of doing your programs. And what I like about I was on your website earlier, you know, doing my interview research and I was noticing you have some really like structured programs that people go through and it's not necessarily just, you know, talking to Carolyn whenever you want. It's kind of like a, a really well thought out particular program that people are experiencing and there's different ways that people can engage with you. But I was loving even your Instagram post today, just talking about the results of what people have experienced by working with you. Is that something that's really, obviously, is is that something that's really important to you as running this business that people are really seeing results and, and what are those results that you're looking to help people achieve? You know, I think as a career coach, it's really, it's really about helping the individual um, discover mm-hmm. that on their own. Right. And so there's a lot of goal setting and every individual is different. Um, there's a lot of accountability. There's a lot of like motivating, um, a lot of brainstorming, all of that stuff. And so, yeah, every single one of my clients is different. Everyone has a different set of goals where they want to head towards, but, um, you know, uh, the, the kind of going back to like me being structured, like, yeah, I created this six week, right now I'm re- I've rebranded it to be the clarity and confidence course before it was just a lot light course. Mm. And so it's six different modules and we start with reflection. The first module is, you know, you answer like eight questions and you spend an hour and a half on it. And then we talk about it, we dissect it. Um, and it's really about like, what are your values? And so start, it starts with your values. Like, what is it that matter to you? What do you think about? What do you want to change in the world? And then goes into your strengths. Like, what are you good at? What do you, not so good at are you okay with that Mm -hmm. um and are you okay with what you're good at because sometimes people find they're not you know um and then at that point it you know gives you a little bit more clarity into what your goals are and what you want to accomplish and so we do a goal setting exercise and then we kind of go into because I have so many I have 15 years of sales experience um we do a lot of sales and you know communications training so around effective communications um, negotiations, that sort of a thing. And so it kind of takes you on this ride, right. Of like reflecting and then planning. And then let's just like turn up your confidence by like infusing some of the things that we've taught hundreds of salespeople, you know, how to, how to sell for uh, these businesses, Mm -hmm. these companies that are highly successful. You can do that for yourself and sell your own skills and your own passions. Mm -hmm. Speaking of that, something I always love to talk to my guests about is social media, because it's just something that I am so interested in. I love social media. And um, 
And I know that that's not everybody. I know that not everybody is just ready to just post any picture of themselves or post any video. And I'd be curious to know just from your own storytelling and your own perspective, what's your relationship to social media and, and what was it like deciding to have such a social media presence? Yeah, so it's really interesting becoming a, a business owner and starting to post content from the perspective of a business and not just like, here is a picture of my food and mm. here's a picture of my kid. Um, it really took a lot of conversations with you <laughs> and people who are like really good at content and social media to start to reframe how I used it. And so it really was like reestablishing my relationship, right? It's like, okay, we're going to go from this type of relationship to like this other kind of relationship. And so redefining my relationship with social media and using it as a platform to share my ideas and my perspective and to, you know, in a way, like I talk a lot about self-promoting, a lot of people get really shy about self-promotion, but when self-promotion becomes informational and it becomes something that others can learn from, mm -hmm. and if you can reframe your, your mindset to think that way, then it's, yeah, let's do it. Let's put more stuff out there. Let's, let's share more. And so you know, initially it felt very much like, oh my gosh, I'm like boastful. And like, this feels very like, you know, I don't know, <laughs> inauthentic, but yeah, I think it's really just redefining that relationship and seeing it from a different perspective that like, I'm going to put stuff out there. That's, you know, interesting to me, interesting to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, my goal is to be of service and to help others, whether it's to prompt a conversation topic or to have them think a certain way or have them like question, you know, whatever it is. And so it's, it's really just reframing that relationship. Yeah. But yeah, it was hard at first. <laughs> it is hard. And it's a challenge and you're stepping outside of your comfort zone and you're also kind of walking the talk and like doing what you're teaching other people by being more confident, using your voice, um, you know, talking, you know, sharing your worth with people, which I think is, and I think you've done such a good job of being strategic and being structured and sharing stuff that is helpful to people, which is like the golden rule of like social media is like sharing things that are helpful to people. Um, not that that's really the golden rule, but I just, I just decided right now that that's the golden rule of social media. <laughs> but a lot of people talk about like when you're going to post something, you should make sure that it's something that's actually useful to somebody. So whether it's entertaining or it's actually like informational for them um, and educational, then you're kind of doing, doing this, doing the right stuff. Um, well, I have, I have loved chatting with you today. Um, it has been so fun learning more about Wildlight and what you've done to set yourself up for success and set other people up for success. I'm so happy we got to reconnect and have a conversation. And I would love for you to tell the people where they can find you. And if they're interested, how can they work with you? Yeah, thank you so much, Ben. It's been so fun to uh, reconnect, like you said, learn from you. Um, and just like, yeah, brainstorm and, 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 uh, you know, just see, see our businesses and our kind of our side hustles become <laughs> like real things. Um, so yeah, it's been really fun and thank you so much. I'm, I'm honored to, um, have, you know, been able to do this with you. So yeah, if you're interested in checking me out, my website is thewildlight.co and it's spelled exactly how it sounds wild and light, like illumination light. Um, and my social media handle, most of them are, yeah, I think it's, it's all at the underscore wild light on Instagram, on TikTok, which I'm just now dabbling into. 
Um, and yeah, you can always find me on LinkedIn as well. I'm Carolyn Lai Moore, L-A-I Moore. And yeah, I'd love to hear from you. Um, and um, I always offer kind of, you know, free advice on my, on my blog, on my Instagram, and always happy to chat with anybody who's curious about coaching or just curious about even starting a business. Yeah, right. I feel like you will be such a helpful resource for so many people. So all of you out there, I just hope you'll go follow Carolyn and maybe maybe check her out. Um, you can follow me as well at Hustle with Ben. We have episodes every other week and I'm so excited to be connected with you. Uh, like I said, follow me at Hustle with Ben. Until next time, this has been Life in Bold. Have a great day. Until next time. Bye. Bye.